Seasonal overlays are challenging. The benefit is expanding your season and market, but the cost is focus. We spend all year writing, building, and rehearsing for Halloween, but there's only a few weeks to mount an entirely new show for the overlay. That's a short time for set dressing, new characters, new show programming, and a bunch of other stuff. Overlays are just tough to pull off, but still, the amount of holiday haunts is increasing. From the Ontraction Network, I'm Philip, and coming up, opening night at the first ever Sir Henry's Haunted Christmas. Sir Henry usually transforms into a family-friendly event, but this season, they're staying spooky. The Haunted Christmas event features two themed trails and runs both this weekend and next weekend. Here's owner Zach Glaros with more about putting on this first ever overlay. So we are at Sir Henry's Haunted Christmas, our first ever Haunted Christmas event, where we feature two haunted trails completely rethemed to Christmas storylines. We feature an escape game, a laser tag, both as well have been rethemed for Christmas, and we also added axe throwing this year. Trail 1, Krampusnacht, is basically a rural village where they had a very bountiful harvest in the fall, and so the kids in the village kind of got spoiled. Well, they became brats, and it's approaching Christmas, and now Krampus is coming for these bratty kids. So you get to go see that and have the satisfaction of Krampus taking these kids away in cages and baskets. So that is Trail 1, Krampusnacht. And then Trail 2, A Christmas Haunting, is exactly what it sounds like. It's a Christmas ghost story. It's kind of our take on Scrooge, a little darker, and it's what would happen, basically, if Scrooge doesn't repent in the story. So it features the Robert Worthington. That's the main character. He's a toy maker. He actually killed his brother. So it's a little darker than Scrooge, but you see all his ghosts from the past come to haunt him on Christmas Eve. And why did you decide to open up for a Christmas event this year? So traditionally we do a family-friendly Christmas light walking trail. A lot of different factors went into why we did this event. A big one being our resources and the ability to flip over the Haunted Trail event in October to a nice family-friendly Christmas event in December. It's like 28. Our team is very small like three, four people, uh, so it is a lot on us. So we're working to kind of build out a separate thing in the future for our Christmas event, but we decided to explore the idea of a haunted Christmas. A lot of guests had mentioned it. We had thought about it before, and this is really our opportunity to just have fun with Christmas. It's a little more fun, a little more campy than the traditional Halloween, but we still scare you. We had so much fun putting this together, and I, I don't think this is the last you'll see of this event. And tell me about the characters, because there are custom characters you designed just for this, which I was impressed at. So in Krampusnacht, we have your traditional bad kids and Krampus. We also have a few, like, Easter eggs in there. There's a couple evil snowmen and whatnot exclusive to that trail. And we also kind of mock Santa a little bit, so that's cool. Same with Christmas Haunting. You're going to see a lot of ghosts. I'd say probably the most unique thing in there is when you get the icy eternity, it's... It's exactly that. It's an icy eternity of hell, and it's kind of like this evil Jack Frost who's in charge of it. So that's kind of a twist with that. But probably the biggest thing you're going to see the most original, unique characters is in our common area. Of course, we have our twisted version of Santa and Mrs. Claus, if you can call them Santa and Mrs. Claus. You know, to the point where Santa doesn't even have a, a beard. He has like a Fu Manchu goatee kind of thing, which is kind of cool. And he's has a cigar hanging out of his mouth. But then we have like Frosty, which is a 
spinoff cousin of Frosty. Um, we have three mischievous elves, and they are actually tied to, into our escape game, House of Mischief. We have Carol. She is our bell ringer for donations, kind of a spinoff on what you would see around some of the retail stores for holidays. We have Sir Henry decked out with his Christmas bow tie and vest and hat. We have our staple common area Krampus out here. One of my personal favorites, little Jimmy, the uh, evil gingerbread. He's from Laser Tag, Gingerbread Attack, and so he's really fun. He's, yeah. he's cool. Yeah, that is another piece I thought was interesting is how much you're leaning into the photo ops. There's a lot of roaming characters. They're all tied into the various trails, but there's also photo op moments here. Right. Yeah, so photo ops is always the one thing, like come October, like we have so much stuff to do. Being that we only opened two trails and, and the, the workload was a little easier, we had more time to put into some photo ops for Christmas, and it's Christmas too, so I think people expect it. So we were able to do that. And it's something that, you know, as we go forward to, we want to do more of, we want to have more photo ops, more interactions for common area characters. And talk to me about merchandise. So a uh, shout out to Chad Savage, Sinister Designs, for doing the Christmas logo. He did a great job with that. So yeah, so we have this exclusive Christmas logo on our t-shirts, hoodies. We have Christmas ornaments. It's on like a circular piece of oak wood that makes for a perfect ornament. You can even use it as a coaster if you wanted to. Uh, we've got the Christmas candles if you were here for Halloween. We had a Halloween version. Uh, for each trail. Now we have that for Christmas. But th I think those are the highlights of it. A lot of focus on the merchandise and the photo ops, which I think is a little bit different than October. We want to do more with our gift shop. So that's something we're going to be expanding to 2022. You're probably going to see a on own like physical building space for a gift, a gift shop with even more stuff coming. We, we have a great fan base now. They look for this stuff, they kind of expect it. So that's really cool to see too. So tell me about 2022. Yeah, so 2022, um, it's sure to see our return of our Haunted Valentine's Day event. It's just usually a one weekend event around Valentine's Day. where We do pretty much the same thing we do for Christmas, just turn the event over for a very holiday festive thing. New characters, new themes, new stories for the trails. So that'll be the first thing we get into. But after that, looking towards October, you know, 2021, we, we did so much renovation. We built so many new things. The big thing for me is like how do you where do you go from here how do you top this but no need to worry we've already got big plans i i really want to do a lot with our second trail which would be our victorian mansion trail i want to add more rooms i want to make that longer even our fishing wharf that's still going to remain a fishing style themed trail for a few years to come but what we do at sir henry's is we we renovate constantly we constantly change nothing's ever the same so that we'll see new things as well but our big thing is going to be our first trail that's kind of our woodsy classic outdoors trail that's going to see a massive renovation we're going to take a bulldozer to that pretty much level everything you see in that trail and start from scratch it's going to be stuff that even rivals what we did for 2021 if not tops it and then we're also going to continue to expand our common area like i said adding more of those photo ops adding more of the gift shop merchandise stuff, having more interactive characters to kind of complete the event. We added axe throwing for this Christmas event. That'll be around. We definitely want to add and redo the escape game. There might even be two escape games. We'll just see. The renovation, the planning, the design, the building, it never stops out here. It's, it's always constant. So we talked during the season a little bit, and you were talking about how the staffing struggles didn't am impact you too much because of the location you're in and having a different base to, to draw from. 
and that your demand was doing pretty well because you kept the the ticketing system and online kind of stuff. So looking at 2022, do you think those two things are going to hold strong as well? We just completed our eighth season, so we'll be going into our ninth season. Our recognition in the Central Florida area is, is growing exponentially, and I think people see what we're doing out here, the cool things we're creating, the cool things we're building, and they want to be a part of that. So... I think as a result of all that, we're attracting more talent. That's, I think, a huge bonus and plus for us is to be where we're at. Right now, a lot of people are looking at inflation, and especially inflation for building costs and whatnot. What do you think? It is a real thing. Inflation is a real thing. We dealt with it a lot the first of this year when lumber costs were astronomical. Fortunately, you know, us being a small independent haunt, I was able to wheel and deal some stuff for us to do all this crazy cool building but keep the pricing the same. You know, I hope to continue that approach, be scrappy, be resourceful, to keep it relative. I think at the end of the day, it's about value for guests. If we start adding more and more stuff into the trails where you're seeing all these cool special effects, ultimately that's going to increase cost, which might increase price, but the value for guests will be there too. We wouldn't just be increasing price without any value for the guests. And that's the biggest thing. You mentioned a little bit just now about the technology. That's another big trend we see is kind of integration of technology more into the haunts to make the experiences more enhanced, but also to reduce the friction for the guest. Is that something that you're looking at? Just something as simple as using the online ticketing to kind of streamline efficiency, that has been so beneficial. And we're also looking into adding more technology into the trails. Take this event, we added our first animatronic prop in there with our, our Krampus, so that was awesome. We also have the resources to do that now, mainly with the help we have. We're able to do more scenic stuff, so we're definitely going to leverage that to give more for our show for our guests, and I think it's going to be really cool. Always looking to expand the media. We've got Sir Henry's Haunted Tales out now. Might be dropping a second book. Might also be working on some other multimedia stuff. So just stay tuned for that. It's really just trying to grow the brand as much as we can. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez. Post-production by David Swope. This Haunt News Update is a production of the Haunted Attraction Network, and you can sign up to our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Until next time, haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production. <laughs>